Issaquah Buzz, uh, where we talk about all things business in Issaquah, from new restaurants to retail gossip. My name is Autumn Monahan. I work closely with the City of Issaquah's communications team. I'm here today with Jen Davis-Hayes, our economic development manager, um, and one of my favorite people to gossip business news with. I feel like that's most of our meetings, Jen, is just talking Issaquah <laughs> gossip and business. Um, before we turn to Jen, I want to make sure that everyone stays tuned later in our podcast for an interview with Mark Stern, the co-founder of the newest movie theater in town, Big Picture. Um, and now welcome, Jen, to our first ever podcast. This has been something we've talked about and dreamed about for a long time, and I'm glad that um, we're finally trying it out. So um, just to get us started and to introduce you, can you tell us a bit about what economic development means at a city and what your what your division does? Yeah, thanks, Autumn. You know, yeah. it is exciting to do this first podcast, and it's during Economic Development Week. Yes. So um, many of the things that we do are behind the scenes. Uh, so we do, we do things to support businesses, both large and small. So we're here to problem solve. We, you know, we're the liaison if people have questions about the city or other resources. So trying to find job, se job seekers, trying to find a space in Issaquah. No question is too random. We get some pretty random questions, but that's that's okay, right? I yeah, think you know that's yeah. part of the fun of our job. And you know, overall, we're just we're here to help support the business uh, community and what they need to really grow and to be part of our community and contribute to the amazing quality of life we have in Issaquah. Um, we're really lucky. Lots of businesses want to be here, and we want to help mm -hmm. continue that effort. So I think today we're going to talk about some of those amazing businesses. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with um, the one I'm hearing most about on social media and um, just even with, I, I also personally live in Issaquah, and so I know I've been talking about it in our family, and I know a lot of our friends have been talking about it. So uh, first up, Paseo. So this yeah. is a, um, a very famous Caribbean sandwich shop um, that is slated to open soon in Issaquah. Um, so Again, a lot of buzz online. When is it opening? When is it opening? Where is it? All of those types of questions. So um, what have you heard? Yeah, so it's slated to open in May or June. Um, okay. As you know, with all of the pandemic uh, supply chain stuff, we hope that they can still stick to that. But yeah, uh, so keep checking their website. And I mean, we are going to share that as well. But when they finally do open, it is going to be worth the wait. So they have been on Food Network. They've uh, been highly rated on Yelp's top 100 places to eat in America. And you may remember when they were in just you know a single outlet in Fremont and they had mm -hmm. slated to close. It it caused an outrage and people clamored and uh, really allowed them to continue on with their business. So it's really exciting to see that they're coming here to Issaquah. Yes. I, I rem vividly remember my college days uh, at UW and um, sitting in very long lines to uh, get a paseo sandwich. My favorite is the um, Caribbean roast um, and specifically all of the caramelized onions that come with it. And then their secret aioli sauce, which I have Googled and tried to figure out, but of course um, cannot find anything that replicates it. So um, they also have really good roasted corn. I do love that as a side. So you can tell I am a Paseo lover. Um, do you have any favorites that you've eaten at Paseo? Yeah. So, you know, I actually don't eat pork. <laughs> so it kind of eliminates a lot of those Cubano sandwiches. But I do yeah. love their West Caribbean bowls. I love bowls. Mm -hmm. That's my go-to. Mm -hmm. But I will say that, um, you know, with all the chatter about them coming, it inspired my 14-year-old son and I to take a virtual cooking class during the pandemic from yeah. PCC. 
uh, to make our own. And that was an endeavor. So I think it's much easier to go to Paseo and get that yummy sandwich. It was fun, but it was a lot of work. So I think they, they, do, they know how to do it and they do it right. So mm-hmm. we'll, well just go there fact. instead. When they, when they open up, we definitely need to go because they also um, have just a sandwich of just caramelized onions and aioli sauce. So, uh-huh. I know. Ooh. Very, very wow. good. Um, okay. So I admit I, I have driven by and actually looked for the storefront and maybe tried to peek in the windows. That's how excited I am. Um, where, where are they going to be located and, and why do you think this might have been a good location for them? Um, just knowing everything you do about Issaquah businesses. Oh, yeah. So they're at uh, Lake Sammamish Center on East Lake Sammamish Way Parkway near Jamba Juice and, and Chase Bank. So that's in front of the Fred Meyer and and uh, next door to where the, the Home Depot is. And that is a great location, right? So it's easy to get to from most of Issaquah for a residence. It's right off the freeway for visitors that drive through. There's lots of parking. You can go to multiple businesses at once. So you can do your shopping at you know, you can get your health care, you can get your music and arts, you can go to Fred Meyer, you can get multiple things in that one shopping center. Awesome. All right. Um, so next up, let's turn to Issaquah Highlands. There's a lot of uh, business gossip going on up there, especially with retail and some restaurants. Um, so first up, I heard that um, Maud moved, Maud Pizza. Yeah. They did move out of the Highlands. So yeah, one, yes. So one of the things that I, you know, I've said, um, you know, the unfortunate part is we did lose some businesses during the pandemic, but silver lining is there are more businesses that are interested. There are businesses that have always been interested in in Nisquah. So first, when Josie Bank went out, Maud realized that they needed more room. So I don't know how many times I've been there for lunch or after a soccer game or baseball game. Um, I don't. Like my son doesn't play soccer, plays baseball. Um, <laughs> um, then when it's packed, so they have relocated to the former Jose Bank space. So there's going to be oh. much more space to be able to do that. Yeah, kind of weird, right? They're in a now mm-hmm. an ex clothing store. Um, so now that starts a domino effect. So there's a BB Teriyaki that's going to take over the Mod Pizza space. Okay. So they are not here on the east side. This is a first location. Thank you coming to Issaquah. They have three locations in Seattle. And basically, it's one of those places where you pick your base. So, you know, rice, salad, your protein, and your sauce. And their Instagram says they're slated to open in the second quarter. So we'll, we'll be seeing them soon. Awesome. Um, and then you remember the Scout and Molly space? Mm-hmm. That is going to be a Highland Pokey. So same idea where you get to walk down the line and pick all the things you want to create your own special meal. So really excited. I think uh, the folks who are in the Highlands are going to be really excited about all these new choices. Um, But I do have a little sad news for Highland diners. Xinhua did close at the end of April. But good news is that a Korean barbecue is slated to take its place. So that's an exciting option. We don't have that anywhere else in our community. And so I think it'll be a real attraction and uh, we welcome, we look forward to welcoming them. Awesome. Um, and then one last one I'd heard about, um, something about a dessert place. Was it cookies? Crumble cookie. Yeah. So, okay. so they were, yeah, they were supposed to come up to where the cupcake place was and we're still kind oh, of, yeah. Uh, yeah, hoping that that happens. And that's one of the things is that, um, you know, we have a really good relationship with the um, property uh, managers there at at uh, Grand Ridge. And the idea is, to, you know, that we help, you know, uh, inform them about people who are interested and they let us know. And again, Grand Ridge Plaza is one of those places that there has been a line of people wanting to go up there to as a business to serve their community. So, so we'll see if that one works out. Or if not, there's going to be another one right behind it that's going to be mm-hmm. just as exciting. So. 
That's great. I, um, I also have vivid memories of waiting in a long line at Mod Pizza or placing, um, you know, a delivery order and it's two hours wait or not even a lot. Yeah. So they've been at capacity a lot. So yeah. I'm excited they have more space um, and that we've got some new, just interesting food coming um, to the Highlands. That's exciting. Um, all right. So let's go down the hill from the Highlands to Old Town um, and wanting to talk about these two new parklets that are on Front Street. And they're outside of, I think, Crawbar and Japan Ginger. Um, can you tell us a bit about what these spaces are and how they came to be? Yeah, what is a parklet, right? Yeah, so yeah. It's called a parklet because it's in yeah. a parking space. Not too okay. creative there. <laughs> but um, so many people and many of our listeners may not know that this is actually part of a plan that the city adopted in 2017. So to look about things that we can do in the downtown to en to enliven the pedestrian atmosphere of our mm -hmm. beloved downtown. So that, you know, we've done some improvements to widening sidewalks and, and doing things in the planter strips and new bike racks and those type of things. And so the parklets, you know, provides an opportunity for expanding the outdoor seating for the restaurants, which we saw was really successful in the streetery uh, in the last couple of years, but also, you know, provide a safe space for customers. Nowadays, people want to be outside more. Yeah. And as you know, when it's nice out, we want to be outside too. So it, it creates more activity and, um, and uh, feeling that this is a place that is for people in downtown and not just cars that driving mm -hmm. through. So, so it's a pilot. So we're going to get some data to see how it works. We may expand the opportunity to allow other businesses to do it, which uh, if it's successful. So there's a survey that listeners can fill out. We encourage you to check it out. So you can either fill it out by going down to one of the parklets, parklets and using them or on our social media and the Downtown Issaquah Association social media will be uh, sending those links out every once in a while. So we want to hear from you guys to find out, is this something we want to see more of? Yeah. So for these spots, can anybody use them or only customers of those two restaurants? During, yeah, so it's going to be mostly during the time uh, it's going to be for the customers of of the two businesses. Um, okay. If Yeah, so there may be some off hours that people are allowed to use them. And, you know, one of the things that the restaurants may do is to, unfortunately, you know, lock up their tables to make sure they're not uh, yeah. vandalized or stolen. So, but if they're not, and they're not open, you are able to sit down and enjoy uh enjoy those parklets. But that's one of the things, again, that, you know, we ask the businesses to not only provide all of that, you know, the tables, the chairs, and keep it clean. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're not adding an undue burden on them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm excited to try one um, as the weather hopefully improves here soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Sure. And then um, going kind of down Front Street, um, I'm like doing a mental map here at Issaquah. Um, yeah. So I just heard and I'm very, very excited and selfishly very excited because City Hall is so close um, about a new 55 sunset, I think is what it said on the sign. Um, yep. It looks like a coffee shop, but what's what's this? It's right next to Big Picture. Exactly. Exactly. So it's in the other half of where Rogue Brewery was. So it's, yeah, yeah. 50, I think it's fish, 50, 55 Sunset Spirits and Coffee, Coffee and Spirits. And so okay. it is the brainchild of uh, Greg Fossum, who owns the gas lamp. But it's oh. something completely different. So it's not a bar, but it is a cafe. So um, I was in, they have a soft opening this week. They're opening officially uh, next week. And they're going to have sandwiches, salads, appetizers. You can get a cocktail. You can get amazing coffee. You can get, you know, a drink. 
Um, and they're going to have, they're going to be that place that you can go and meet, you know, your friends for, uh, if you're going to the big picture or in someplace else in downtown, um, you can meet there beforehand. Um, you can meet for meetings. They have a zoom room, so it's going to be all, you can, you can reserve that room and have those meetings that we all love to have now on zoom, but it's really (laughs) going to be a, a gathering place. And they have been, um, really keen to kind of figure out what, what that, you know, what is and what downtown needs. And so I think this is going to be a, an amazing place and they are really supportive of the, the hatchery next door. And I think there's just going to be this, that, that strip along there with the hatchery open now and big picture and 55 sunset. It's just going to be this, this like boom area. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be really exciting to, to see. That's awesome. I this also having kind of a meeting space could be cool for offsite work meetings too. Like if you're yeah. doing a like an offsite yeah. retreat or just getting together and yeah. having lunch with coworkers and needing a place to work, that'd be awesome. He says it's going to seat 80 people. So when you walk when I walk in there, it doesn't seem like that. So that's yeah. true. You could even sit there and have a small team meeting without having to reserve the Zoom room and mm-hmm. still feel like you're able to to, to conduct business. So yeah, it's going to be really exciting. So we'll see. Well, that's great. And this is in the area that was kind of more of the production of Rogue Brewery, right? On that side of the building, which yeah. it, it's kind of sneaky, more space than you realize. Exactly. I think they had a yeah. banquet room there too, oh, like yeah. if you had a, an event. But yeah, it was more back room. And that's why when I walked in there, you realize how big it really was. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. So yeah, no, it's, and it's beautiful. It, you walk in and it just feels right. And yeah. We're, oh. we're, we're really excited that, you know, that a business owner in Issaquah decided that, hey, I like this community mu- enough to invest in a second business, right? Mm, love it. And yes. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to go and support it. Um, okay. So we, we've t- I'm, I'm definitely hungry now. We've gone through a whole lot of restaurants. Um, and I, um, I've also heard, too, now shifting to retail a bit um, about a new bookstore in town. What have you heard about that? Yes. So ever since um, Barnes and Noble went away during the pandemic, people have said we need a bookstore, and I get it because we are lovers of books, right? We are, uh, you know, everyone loves to go and browse a bookstore. So super excited to learn that a an Issaquah resident, she lives, Gail lives here in Issaquah, okay. um, has opened Walls of Books. So it just opened along Gilman. So you know where the taco time is on Gilman? Oh, yeah. Um, so right next to there, it's in that same strip as uh, 425 Fitness. Okay. And so um, the, the really exciting thing is when, when I first talked to her, I said, do you realize we just did a survey of our community at the end of uh, 2021, and their biggest ask was a bookstore. So that is what they wanted to see. And, you know, I think that just shows that um, she's going to be hopefully really successful in our communities because not only she's got new books, but she also has this unique trade and sell program. So um, I think she's really understands, you know, what what uh, it takes to be a small independent bookstore right now, which is a challenge. So we hope that everybody goes out there and and supports her um, and, you know, uh, hopefully welcomes our new one of our newest businesses to the community. So it's, it's, it's really, again, it's really cool to see that what our community in the survey said um, they want, mm-hmm. uh, we're able to kind of uh, support and, and open up here in, in Issaquah. So we have that survey. It's, it's online. It's on our website. So if you go to issaquahwa.gov backslash business, 
Um, you'll see what other kind of lots of restaurant ideas, but yeah. also lots of other services that people feel that, um, gosh, I wish we had this in our community. And, you know, one of the things we also notice off of that is that people may not be aware of all the amazing businesses we have. So we're also going to let remind people about, you know, the bakeries we have in the yeah. community and some other things that we all, um, you know, maybe not be aware of. So it'll be a fun, fun next couple of months to kind of showcase our businesses and try to try to bring some businesses to the community that uh, are much needed. Yes. Awesome. And the, the name of that bookstore again, what was it called? Walls of Books. Walls of Books. Okay. And they're in, and she's already open? Yes. So she I can opened, like, go check uh, it out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, so along with helping businesses directly, your team um, also produces a job fair and, and often will promote other job opportunities. Um, when's your next, when is that next kind of opportunity to find, have a go to a job fair and kind of learn about what's out there locally? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Autumn, you know what? <laughs> if every business, as you know, has a for help wanted. Yeah. Finding employees is the hardest thing. So we started doing job fairs, annual job fairs, um, eight years ago when I started here. And so we switched to virtual over the, the pandemic. So um, uh, we did one in, in fall and now we're doing one May 19th from 11 to two. And so businesses, if you haven't signed up yet and you want to sign up for a no cost booth, which in our virtual virtual world means a Zoom room yeah. <laughs> or a breakout room. <laughs> um, but, and then job seekers, you have to register too. Um, so, but it's free of charge and you can, you know, you see them come in the day of and you can speak to any and all the businesses that are interested. So one of the really cool things about our job fair is that our chamber, they represent smaller businesses who maybe they have one or two openings and they're not able to attend a three hour job fair. So if you go to their booth, or their breakout room, um, they then will gather resumes and interested uh, employees um, to malt for multiple businesses and distribute their your resume to them. So that's oh, cool. one thing if you go. It's not just about getting a job at the chamber. It's about representing lots of different businesses. But we're really, really, really excited to be able to offer this service. And, you know, there's as much as there's need for, uh, uh, you know, new employees, I think there's a lot of people who are kind of looking around and seeing, hey, how can mm -hmm. I get my first job? How can I do something a little different? And so mm -hmm. hopefully this gives you a chance to look around. Um, and then the next day, uh, Swedish is having an in-person job fair, a hiring fair uh, on the 20th and May 20th, a Friday. And so they are doing um, something where because it's just one business, they can actually uh, you know, talk to you about the job, sit down and interview, and maybe even off make an offer. So that is something that streamline um, wow. that is if you really want to get into the healthcare industry, yeah. uh, that's one way to you know go from zero to sixty in a couple hours. Wow, and have a job locally. I mean, another key I think key element people are reassessing kind of commutes and where they want to work. So um, that's yeah. an awesome opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not all businesses in, in town are um, restaurants or retail. Um, so um, there's also some that can help other businesses succeed. Um, and I know that you'd mentioned there's a couple new to town that would be um, interesting to talk about. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. When when I first started in, in economic development here, there are, you know, you, you, you drive by the businesses in downtown and on Gilman and East Lake Sammamish. And you know that Costco and now REI is in our town, right? But, mm -hmm. but 
why are in all those other, you know, buildings in our community? And so um, I just learned about two uh, really interesting businesses that have, have moved into our community. And you never would know because they're not, they're not having big signs out saying this is who we are and what we do. So one of them is a food innovation center. Doesn't that sound fancy? (laughs) I know. I'm like, what do you do? So, um, they actually make um, baking and pastry and chocolate uh, um, ingredients for professional bakers and and I say professional bakers like businesses that make yeah. recipes. So uh, and they they are a Belgian company and they have this is their newest uh, food innovation center in the in the United States um, and they so they basically bring their customers in and they have the their uh, professional staff and the know how help them develop new recipes using their products so around baking pastries and chocolate making so it's not something that you or I could go into darn it and you know. Uh, buy anything, but it's something that's, you know, helping people get more innovative around like, hey, we got this new product. Instead of just saying, hey, here's a flyer with a new product, they're saying, let us show you how you you can use it to enhance what you're baking. So very exciting. And I'm hoping to get a tour when they have somebody in there baking something yummy. (laughs) (laughs) So they are over on Fourth Avenue in the medical um, uh, office building. Again, wouldn't even know that that they're, Yeah. Is this the bird that we saw on Twitter where we saw those really pretty pictures of pastries? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. See, again, always driven by food. I remember seeing that on Twitter and going, yes. what? So they, Why is tagged in Issaquah? Where can I go eat this? I they, know. Okay. Okay. I, I was, I was, yes. And so when we saw those, I was like, where are they? And yeah. I was, I was worried they weren't in Issaquah, but they were just saying they were, but they're here. So that was their <laughs> grand opening and they had amazing, amazing things for their, their customers. Right. Okay. So, okay. so again, it's that B2B, what we call B2B business to business. So mm-hmm. um, that's a catchy ED term, right? So um, another one. So if you know where um, Karate West was on 221st, so over yes. by the other taco time in our community. Um, yep. So greater Pacific just uh, moved in there and it's like, okay, what is that? Right. So they uh, design and uh, get, get manufactured promotional uh, items. So, you know, they can do uh, unique bobbleheads for you. They do, um, you know, employee gifts. And when I looked at their website and, and reached out to them, it's like, it was, it's like a really fun company, right? So yeah. you're, you know, um, it's not just, you know, a pen, right, that has your name right. on it. It's really getting to like, okay, what do you want to portray in, you know, in this gift and or giveaway? And so they can, they have designers and people that are going to really help you do that and then find a way to get that manufactured. So, and they're not, you know, they're not small, they're, they're working with major league baseball teams, they're working with small businesses, they're everywhere in between. So again, to think about this business that you may drive by, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that they have this um, national and international reach of what they do. And so I think, you know, that's one of the things about economic development is that, um, you know, we know, again, our big companies, Costco's, Microsoft's, REI in our community, but there's a lot of other business opportunities opportunities for you to work in here and um, for us to kind of be uh, connect with that can really help support our, our entire community. So it's kind of cool. Great. Yeah. So both really cool. Again, secret um, in a way to us, not, not driving by and not really realizing. So no, no, there's a lot of cool ones. Awesome. Um, All right. So uh, next we're going to, we're going to switch gears a bit and bring in a special guest 
Mark Stern. So he is the owner of Big Picture, is a Quas newest movie theater, um, to talk about his opening and just that exciting news in Issaquah. So let's turn to that. So now we're here with our special guest, Mark Stern from the Big Picture, Issaquah's newest uh, movie theater. And we're so excited to talk about with you about this exciting news. So I want to learn more about how... How did you get involved in the movie theater business? Well, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. So my family opened up their first movie theater in 1927 in Chicago, Silent Theater. And um, in 1931, during the height of the Depression, my grandfather and my great uncle um, had a big decision to make, and that was this new technology called talkies. And if you can imagine, my uh, uncle graduated Phi Beta Kappa from the University of Chicago, and my grandfather uh, was the junior partner, the younger brother of the, the, the duo. Mm-hmm. And it, my grandfather had to convince my great uncle that talkies were not going to be a fad and that they should invest in the new technology. It was around about $10,000, and that was wow. a lot of money back then sure. during the Depression. They came up with the money, and they opened up this theater in 1931. It was their flagship theater called the Cinema Theater on Chicago and Michigan Avenue. And uh, happy to say that uh, I'm a third-generation movie theater owner, wow. independent, you know. Right, right. Wow. That's some history there. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, tell me about how you got into uh, the big picture. And so how did that evolve from the talkies to the big picture? Well, I, um, to be honest, um, I'm thrilled that my life changed, that I got, I was able to move here with Katie, my wife and partner. Mm-hmm. But um, big picture was always supposed to be in Wilmette, Illinois by Northwestern University. So 26 years ago, I called the village president of Wilmette and I wanted to pitch him my vision of the future of movie going and uh, what it would entail. So I called the village president up on the phone and I said, hi, I'm Mark Stern. And, you know, and he's like, right away, it wasn't going Mm. well. He was like, what do you, what do do you need? It wasn't, hi, okay, what can I do for you? Mm -hmm. So right away I, I was like, okay. And you know, I was a lot younger back then and did not have the business experience that you know i have today so i said well i believe the future of movie going um and movie theaters has to change and in order to change it you have to incorporate uh alcohol cocktails Mm -hmm. and i said i want to apply i want to apply for a liquor license Mm -hmm. at the wilmette theater and i said what do you think about that and there was a pause and he said what do i think about it i think it's a terrible idea you will never serve liquor in Wilmette, and I resent that you're even applying for the license. So it was like one, two, three punches. Wow. And it was like, right, right. So now I'm like, I'm stunned, and there's a pause again. And he says, is there anything else I can do for you, sir? And I said, well, no, I, I guess not. And he goes, good day, sir. And I thought it was in Mary Old, you know, London. Yeah. You know, I was like, Dickens. Wow. And he said, do for you. I don't think he did anything for you as a city employee, but anyway. (laughs) So long story short, I called up the Chicago Sun-Times. And in those days, there was no internet. There was no phones as we know it, nothing. And uh, uh, the Chicago Sun-Times, I called up and I said, you know, hey, it's Mark Mark Stern. Oh, Mark, how are you? Because we advertise thousands Mm. of dollars Mm -hmm. um, in uh, movie ads back then. And now Mm -hmm. everything's on the internet. So what's going on? And I said, well, 
Um, what do you, I'm going to, I'm going to apply for a liquor license at the Wilmette theater. I said, do you think that would be newsworthy? And the, um, woman said on the phone, you wait a minute, you want to serve liquor in a movie theater? And I said, yes. <laughs> and I said, do you think that would be newsworthy? And she goes, yeah, I think so. But let me talk to my editor. And literally five minutes later, uh, she called back and it was the editor um, or assistant uh -huh. editor. Um, and I, you want to serve liquor in a movie theater? And I said, yes, I think it's going to be the future. And um, she, I, so she goes, well, we're going to come tomorrow morning, 9, 9 a.m. And we're, I want to interview you about your, what you oh, want to do. And I said, that's great. Thank you. So they hang, I hang up the phone and literally just a couple minutes later, the phone rings again. Uh -huh. And the editor says, would it be okay if we bring a, a photographer with us? And I was like, great. Yes, please. <laughs> so anyways, long story short on that one, the next day I was prepared for the photo. So underneath this large movie theater marquee that my family's movie theater, you know, I was in a suit and <laughs> I had a big bag of popcorn in one arm and underneath, uh, you know, in the other hand, I should say, I had one of these uh, medieval goblets. Uh, you know, with uh, Coca-Cola in it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't you know. So, so yeah. I, you know, pretending it's red wine. Yeah. And they take the shot, and it's me sipping from this big goblet <laughs> um, of Coca-Cola, pretending it's red wine. And um, anyways, they, that was the shot. And, wow. Um, um, the next day, I was on the front page, um, half the page, Wilmette Theater Manager uh, applies for beer and wine license. Of course, it was more than that. And at the um, hearing, uh, which was packed with people and about nine council members, not one person, not one, supported us to have a liquor license. Wow. And we, um, it was a resounding fail, epic fail. Of, oh, wow. um, so, but okay. here we are today. And we are drinking cocktails in movie theaters, aren't we? Yeah. So how did that happen? So how did you go well, from that to, to the big picture? Well, I had a, a I had a five screen theater um, in Chicago that was my own, and Katie had a a, a really good job with um, a Warren Buffett company, mm -hmm. uh, one of his many companies, mm -hmm. and we um, I was able to uh, get out of this uh, theater that I had, and Katie, you know, left her corporate job. We drove here in a small little car, two thousand miles. And I found a, a sign in the window of an alley uh, by El Gaucho mm -hmm. in Belltown, mm -hmm. movie theater cafe for lease. And I couldn't believe it. Wow. And um, anyways, we did a lot of work mm -hmm. and we opened up big picture in Belltown and we did get the liquor license. That's it changed my life. For what I wanted to do, my my it was my own little yeah. entrepreneurial dream yeah. to own a theater, of course, but it had to have cocktails. Yeah. So what what made you think that cocktails were the, th the future of uh, the theater business? Well, if you go anywhere, because um, I was always a big fan of um, a guy named Ian Schrager who created Studio Fifty Four with Steve Rubell, and then he recreated the hotel experience. He created mm -hmm. what was called then boutique hotels in New York. Okay. So now he takes these dilapidated hotels and he turns them into the hottest hotels where you can, can't even get in, can't get a reservation. But what he did is he transformed the lobbies like no one had ever done before. So he turned the lobbies into these really plush like clubs mm -hmm. with a bar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if we 
reinvent the movie theater experience, which it had to be. You had to change the vibe. Yeah. When you go to a multiplex forever, it's a cookie cutter generic yep. experience. Yeah. There's nothing different about it. Yeah. And we felt that if we just change the vibe, but you have to have a liquor. If you don't have liquor, who goes hangs out in a hotel bar? You don't go to I mean ballparks, even golf courses serve mm-hmm. liquor. Is yep. that true? Yep. So why would the only place in America be precluded from serving liquor? It's the yeah. movie theaters. Right. Couldn't do it. It was like taboo. And I just felt that it would make the movie going experience much more hipper and more fun. You could book parties and events, mm-hmm. you know, because who yeah. wants to have a birthday party? Oh, yeah. Would you like a would you, would you like a soda with your birthday party? So you know, <laughs> it just yeah. it, it changed the whole dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And now theaters serving cocktails are all over the country. Yes. But I think that we still have something unique, and that's the vibe mm-hmm. and uh, the intimacy. Because we only built uh, single screen theaters right now, mm-hmm. and uh, the other thing is we. Do something that most theaters don't do. Not none that I know of, actually, where you could pre-order your drinks and then tell us the row letter and seat number, and then at different times during the movie, we bring your next drink to you, so you don't even miss the movie. And um, you know how when you order popcorn, it comes in a bag. Mm -hmm. We serve it in a champagne bucket. Mm. You know, and so we're not we're not wasting bags. Mm -hmm. Very eco friendly. Eco friendly. Mm -hmm. And candy is served if it's pourable, like M&M's or Junior yeah. Mints. We <clears throat> serve it in a chilled uh, rocks glass. Wow. So it's very different on everything. Yeah, the experience <clears throat> sounds like it's something that you can't, you know, can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so why Issaquah? How did you end up here? You know, for being one of the smallest business owners in America, my stories are crazy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So first of all, we're here because of rejection. Um, you know, because I couldn't do my dream mm-hmm. in Wilmette. Yeah. Now we're here in Essequah because of rejection again. So our landlord um, um, gave, or I don't know how he did it, but his son mm-hmm. took over the ownership of, uh, the, uh, of the El Gaucho building. Sure. And the first thing he did is um, he didn't renew El Gaucho's lease after they were there for 23 years. He, he, then uh, he promised us a 20-year extension, and we never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. And we um, finally were able to get him to take our call. And he calls us, uh, uh, so this is after paying rent for 21 years. Now I'm, I'm a little older now, and this <laughs> is my livelihood. Yeah. And this um, landlord, uh, building owner, says to me, I just want you to know we rented your theater to someone else. That was on April 22nd, 2020. And the lease ran out, was going to run out on uh, May 31st, 2020. So he gave us, after paying his family rent for 21 years, and of course, them you know, asking for free gift certificates for 21 years, they gave us five weeks notice to get rid of tons, several tons of equipment. Yeah, and in a man, and this is during the during pandemic. COVID. Yeah, so guess what? Closure. Who wants to help you? Nobody. Yeah. Um. So in a, with a snap of a finger, mm-hmm. I'm older. I'm unemployed. Okay. Got a kid. A house. Yeah. It was pretty scary. I bet. I bet. So then you. Then we pulled it up. 
we pulled, pulled it, it up, you know, um, and we looked, um, we were like, we were talking to some brokers, real estate brokers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're dealing with real estate brokers, commercial, you know, they're you, they really want, first of all, they want a big commission. Mm -hmm. And they want signature tenants with multiple uses, you know, like Panera Bread, mm -hmm. something that's so safe. And um, they want rents that are really high. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't get a broker to really, really mm -hmm. want us. Yeah. So, and we're thinking, wow, we're a big picture and people have had a great experience coming sure. to our venue. Um, but that wasn't enough. So we started driving around and. Um, I saw a sign in the window um, at this brew pub mm -hmm. with like the, the most inexpensive sign you could get at Ace Hardware. <laughs> and we called the number and I told the owner of the building who I was. And um, I said, well, you know, I want to do a movie theater. And he, he, he couldn't understand, nor how could he. Wait a minute, how you want to do a movie theater in my space? Mm -hmm. So he was kind of, I think, just... Yeah, he asked like several times just to make sure I'm hearing this right. You want to do a movie theater yeah. at my, in my building. And it's not a anyways, movie theater building. It's so, not a big yeah, building. No. And my wife was a de the designer. Um, she, um, Katie is amazing. So she is. thank you. And um, if you come to come to big picture, see if you like it. And then if you do like it, you know, say Katie, you know, because it wasn't me. <laughs> it was the, the you mentioned before about the lobby of a hotel. Are you, when you walk in there, it is amazing. You just feel comfortable right away and welcoming. So, but you did not start there. So, no. So you looked it was at this a space lot of work. And it was really said, damaged. It was, yeah. it was, this is my ninth project, five in Chicago, okay. where I was either the head um, uh, decision maker or the owner. And four projects here where we were always the owner. And this was the most challenging, scariest project I ever took on. And uh, this was harder than building a five-screen movie theater complex in uh, a Chicago area. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been afraid of any project I've ever taken on. This is the first project that ever scared me. Why is that? Well, the work was extensive. There was um, a lot of damage. There were so many things that needed to be brought up to code. Uh, the plumbing bill alone would be hard to swallow. And that's just one item. Yeah. So it was a lot of work. But yeah. um, we did it, you know, and, Amazing. you know, I'm happy and grateful. And yeah. Issaquah is like Belltown. They mm. are both strong communities. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really find that energy in uh, Bellevue. We weren't finding it in Kirkland. And we definitely didn't, you know, we didn't, you know, see it in um, Redmond. Mm -hmm. And Issaquah just, the, the energy of the way the neighborhood is and the way people were rooting for us and introducing themselves to us, yeah. it was Belltown, but it's now Issaquah. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you saw lots of people peeking in the windows mm -hmm. and wondering when you're coming. I mean, mm -hmm. so I know we, we've we talked for several months and and um, I think, you know, the building owner had waited uh, to find the, mm -hmm. the the right tenant. I mean, yeah. I don't think he would ever thought it was going to no. be a movie theater, but no. he really knew when he understood your concept and yeah. heard your passion and your yeah. experience that this is going to be an attraction for downtown. And yeah. that is what you are. Wow. But, Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, we are so lucky to have you oh, in downtown you. and in Issaquah. And I mean, tell us some of the 
different things that you do there. So you can obviously go get a drink. Yes. You can you can go and get uh, go to a movie and enjoy the popcorn and some other munchies. But what are what other things can you do there? A lot of parties. Okay. So if you want to do a party, just call or email us, and um, you can have a birthday party there. You can have our food. We make a good Wagyu burger, Ooh, you know, wow. and the Chicago style hot dogs, Seattle oh, style hot dogs mm -hmm. are represented too. So we've got some really good food items. Uh, but one of the fun things is the parties and events that we book. And that's a big part of, you know, big picture has always been, you know, mm -hmm. parties and events, mm -hmm. a lot of corporate events in the daytime, PowerPoint, um, you can stream uh, shows. So everything is actually being finished uh, tomorrow. Oh, wow. So uh, we've got a really good uh, tech who's completing the project. Mm -hmm. And um, I think you know this, uh, to market big picture, I would see people peeking in and I would open the door mm -hmm. and I would say, hey, do you want to see the new place, right? Yeah. And then I would let them go into the theater <laughs> and I would say, would you like to hear Top Gun Maverick <laughs> on our sound system? Yes. Did I do that to you? Yes, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> so, how is, so how do you like our sound system? It is amazing. <laughs> and so it's a small theater, very comfortable. And I sat, I don't know if you remember, I moved in different seats. I'm like, okay, I want to hear it here. I want to hear it over here. There is not a bad seat there and wow. they're comfortable and it just felt right. I mean, it was just, yeah, because when you're in those big movie theaters, you just feel like you're in a big movie. Theater. I don't know. It, well, it just felt really amazing. And that was, I didn't even have popcorn or, you know, anything yeah. else at that time. Well, yeah, so I can't time, wait. Next time, truffle well, butter. Well, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, Top Gun, I'm really looking forward to opening. When is that opening now? May 26th. Okay. And so. uh, that is going to be amazing for me. And yeah. Katie, because if you uh, ever wanted to own a movie theater okay. and you're going to have a new theater and what could possibly be the movie you could show off your sound system on, it's this movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's immersive what yeah. we've, what we've installed and yeah. um, it makes you feel like you're part of the movie. Um, the other fun thing is yeah. with big picture, you can just buy out a show for you and your friends. Wow. I want to do that. <laughs> so it's pretty affordable. Okay. So you can just uh, email us or call mm -hmm. and you could say, hey, the six o'clock show or the 530 show, mm -hmm. I want to buy that out. Okay. And then we provide you with a VIP area mm -hmm. with the red velvet rope. Nice. And now you have food brought in. Uh, we have a catering partner. And now you have food before showtime and mm -hmm. showtime. You bring your food and your cocktails. You go into the theater. You pre-order a drink for delivery during the movie, and we bring it to you. So these are unique things that we do yeah. that other theaters really don't do. It's yeah. more, we're, and we're more, I, I think because we're small and we're, you know, more of a mom and pop business, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's easy to get a hold of us, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's right. hard to really right. coordinate a big, of, or, or an event with a chain. Right. So it's, yeah. it's a little easier. You know, yeah. hopefully you'll, you know, you'll see sometime if you want to do yeah. an event, but yeah. you know, I don't know. It's what do you think? I mean, do you, do you like the idea of being able to have a cocktail brought to your theater seat during the movie? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> well, there, yeah. You know, I mean, again, it's, it's an opportunity, not like you said, not to have to get up and not to um, have to 
squeeze between people and miss something mm-hmm. um, and just enjoy that re- you know the entertainment mm-hmm. that you're there for because everyone is so busy and when they take that special time out whether it's with family or friends and you just want to enjoy the show but mm-hmm. it, your, your, your spot is 21 and above right so I don't have to worry about you know a crying baby in the theater or anything like that right so it's, it's safe always, for that right? it's always for guests 21 and older um, we've had customers always um not everybody but we've had so many customers over over two decades say that they like it that way yeah yeah. you know and we do one thing that we've never done with our movie theaters uh, the nine theaters that i've operated Mm -hmm. this is the first theater that we've ever built and opened where you don't need a movie ticket to come and enjoy the space so that's a first for us people can come do happy hour Mm -hmm. come get a drink and then go over across the street yeah. We do a lot of meetups now. Oh, yeah. So we're only like nine weeks old, and we've got all these um, uh, um, uh, customers calling or emailing saying, can we you know, just yeah. reserve an area for our friends to just come in and be together and, or celebrate? Or, so we're, doing, we're booking some nice things quickly, yeah. which is good. You know, it wasn't that way when we first opened Big Picture. When we first opened Big Picture in Belltown yeah. in uh, early 99, we had no customers. And sometimes I would sit there by the phone and the phone (laughs) would ring and people would say, what time's the movie start? And I would say, what time can you get here? We'll wait for you. I mean, what, what works for you? So you had private movie theater. It was tough. It was tough at first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and Katie have done so much work to get it to where it is. And I mean, to say that you moved in nine weeks and you're already getting corporate bookings and meetups, but you're still, like you said, you're still a small business owner. And that's Mm -hmm. really what downtown rent Issaquah and all of Issaquah is like. And so Mm -hmm. have you made any connections? with other businesses in downtown then? Well, we're meeting people all the time that are you know, coming in and saying hi and making us feel welcome and thank you. I mean, it's uh, been, um, I mean, it's, it's I, I, I don't know how to say this, but it's so unbelievable how many people have thanked us for coming to Issaquah. Yeah. And it's like amazing. And, you know, you know, you remember you're talking about, you know, for a while, you know, we didn't have anything going on. Mm-hmm. So to go from zero income to at least have a job again, but to have yeah. people come and uh, thank us for being in downtown in Issaquah is so grateful. And yeah. so, uh, you know, so, you know, not to get the violins out, but it's been amazing. <laughs> okay. You know, that's yeah. good. Well, that's, that's the feeling we want people to feel when they're in Issaquah. And it's mm. not, you know, it's not fake, right? No, it's, we it's truly real. appreciate. Yeah. We understand how hard business, small businesses uh, work Mm -hmm. and what you bring to our community, right? So you, um, you know, obviously you're bringing jobs, you're bringing entertainment, you know, part of the arts and culture and the art, the the creative district of downtown and Gilman. And so there's just so many, so many more things we can be doing. So I look forward to like really uh, seeing what, what happens next with big picture. And so, you know, the summer's coming and maybe we'll start seeing you outside Mm -hmm. and uh, be able to hang out. Maybe we can do something fun. Fun, yeah, you know, we'll, 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 we're definitely going to g- pursue that. Great, yeah. great. Well, well, I'm grateful for you too, and yeah. uh, the city of Issaquah for you know making us feel so welcome. Uh, I really want to thank you and yeah. everybody. So. Yeah, well, well, (laughs) this is what we do. So we're really excited to have you as our inaugural guest uh, on the Isquah Buzz. This is, again, unbelievable. First time. You know, Mm -hmm. I I thank you. 
You yeah. know, I took a picture, obviously. I'm yes. going to show that. I, I asked you, can I put it on my Facebook page? I think that's yes, okay. Yes, that's okay. All yes, right. we'd love to get the buzz out about <laughs> Issaquah Buzz. So, no problem. Yeah, so yeah, de- definitely be letting your folks know, the, uh, your networks know about Issaquah Buzz. And mm-hmm. if there's other great uh, things going on in the Issaquah, we want to hear about them. So thank you so much, Mark, for coming. We love, love the big picture. Wow. And can't wait to celebrate your first, your fifth, your 20th anniversary here. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So that's a wrap on our first edition, Jen, of Issaquah Buzz. Um, Thank you for joining me on this uh, new adventure and trying something new. I hope that all of our viewers and listeners um, enjoyed hearing a bit of the Issaquah business gossip. Um, Join us next time to hear more about uh, local business news, um, like perhaps a local H-Mart. We'll see. And uh, let us know if you have any favorite businesses or hear a rumor uh, that we can track down uh, and talk about at our um, next edition. Um, So contact us at ed at issaquahwa.gov. And again, thanks, Jen, for joining me. Awesome. Thank you so much. And this was really fun. And we hope that everybody enjoyed it. Great. Thanks.